Look out, here comes The Blitz, a podcast dedicated to covering all the local sports in Sumter, Lee, and Clarendon Counties, a member of the Item Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of The Blitz. I'm Tim Leiblin. On this week's episode, we've got assistant coach for Manning Santee American Legion Baseball, Greg King, in studio. We're talking about their first round win in the uh, South Carolina American Legion playoffs, and we look ahead to their round two matchup against Richland next week. Let's get to that conversation. Well, uh, Greg, thank you so much for coming in the studio to chat a little baseball with me. You know, the uh, Manning Santee has been crushing it so far this season, and now you guys are heading to the second round of the playoffs, so we had to bring somebody in to chat a little baseball. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me again. Yes, on uh, first round of playoffs, uh, it was it was fun. You know, we got some we got some quality at bats at times. You know, meaning um, we had some big we had some guys step up for us on the mound. Uh, Jackson Clemens, he was a Big step up for us this series, and yeah, it's just been fun. Just ready to get um, second round going. Absolutely, and I'd love to kind of go back to kind of before this first round started. What was kind of the mindset of this group coming in? You know, getting to, to host that first game in the playoff series on Monday. Just kind of what were the vibes with uh, this group kind of feeling like coming into that game? Um, we were confident. I'll tell you that that last time um, I did come in here with you, we played Camden that night, so we did go down to Camden and um, beat them and. You know, so the guys, you know, we were very confident with ourselves coming into having a little break for those couple of days. But coming to practice, I can I can feel the vibe like, uh, let's go, guys, let's go do this. You know, like I said, we had some older guys that were kind of bringing that energy early for us. So it's definitely working out, you know, the way it's supposed to so far. Absolutely. And, I mean, the guys got off to a great start in that first game where you put, you know, four up on the scoreboard in that first inning. And did that feel like that really set the tone for the series in general for you guys to, you know, get going right away and, and really kind of set the tone for the sweep? Absolutely. Absolutely. We made some adjustments in the lineup uh, up front-wise, um, which is minor. But we did. We had Xander Poston move back up to the one, and he's been, I mean, he's been on fire right now. I mean, so he's he's been our – you know, click. I mean, he's last couple of games, he started the game off with a double and a triple, you know. So, I mean, so the guys feed off that immediately. So, it's just been wonderful to have, you know, that power back up in the front of the lineup. Absolutely. And he's just been a guy that's just gotten on base. Yeah, talk right. a little bit on, on how much it kind of helps to set the tone with that kind of first batter and makes things a lot easier for those guys behind him in the lineup when, you know, he's already on second or third base by the time they're getting up to the plate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because uh, he's a kid that can run as well. So, you know, um, he gets on first sometimes. I don't want to say it's a guaranteed double, but we like to, we like to you know, let him choose when he can, you know, run when he wants. Because, I mean, he, he's a kid that's very athletic kid. Um, we moved Bubby Coward to the two holes. He's he's gonna be my guy. He's gonna slap it somewhere and move him over. Gonna get him in. You know what I mean? So it's just been wonderful have him. We had um, Henry Swicord in the three hole, um, and he's been the guy that's gonna. He's been you know he's been moving around because that sets it up for. We have Britton Morris, and then you have Kyler Odom in the four and the five. <laughs> I mean, so if we can hide one of those guys a little lower and still you know productive in the front of the lineup, I mean. That just makes our whole lineup better because six, seven, eight, and nine, I mean, they're seeing one through five, and they're, hey, we, turns, we basically try to treat it as it turns it back into a, another one through six, one through five. 
Absolutely, and you mentioned Bubby, and he's you know he's not always getting base hits, but one thing right. he's done a great job of is just getting on. Absolutely, you know, he's walked a ton this season. That was a big thing during the regular season. That's carried over in the playoffs so far, and that patience um, not only gets another runner on base, but it also kind of works into a pitcher a little bit early into a ball game. How much pressure does that kind of take off the guys behind him in the lineup? You know, especially in that you know first inning where you guys put up four runs and a guy's working a count, and all of a sudden a pitcher a pitcher is going to be kind of pressing a little bit. Right, right. So it's actually been wonderful. Bubby's, he's been the kid, like a, he's been our leadoff. And he's the type, if he does get out, he comes straight to the next guy and say, hey, this kid has this, you know, he talk, he communicates. So by him, you know, seeing a couple pitches, seeing, you know, batting up there at bats, our guys feed off of that. So, I mean, the last couple games, I think we've averaged seven walks, six to seven walks a game. So, I mean, we have more guys down the lineup that's being more patient instead of, instead of just, you know, going after – the meat pitches like they want. I know I, we we a couple of us joke all the time, you know. I know that first pitch is, you know, beautiful at times, you know, and there's going to be times we need to jump on it. But like I said, we've been averaging, I, I believe, seven, six to seven walks. So it's just been great, one through nine, to be patient. And then, of course, it always helps to have those guys in the middle of the lineup right. that drive them in. You know, right. Britton and Kyler both hitting home runs in that second game of this series. And and talk a little bit on those two where um, just having that big bat when you know that they can turn a game on a dime at any point um, really can give you confidence no matter what the kind of situation you guys find yourselves in. Right. Like I said, it's wonderful. It's, I mean, it's wonderful to have them back-to-back. You know, it can get excited, you know, quick back-to-back with those guys. But – like I said, our guys feed off of that. Like I said, they we have guys that all right, yeah, we have some power hitters, but you know, coach, I can do something as well. So I mean, we have we like so we have the mentality is, I I need to you know I have to produce. You know, like I said, we've been lucky to have guys come off the bench and you know be getting two or three hits a game. Colt Gibbons, I mean, the last six games, I mean, he's been, I mean, I can't take him out of the lineup. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he's been hot. I mean, he's been, I mean, he's. He's been with us for the last three, four years, so it's just great to see guys like that that we can, you know, put in at any time and they still produce. Absolutely, and, you know, that ability to also turn a game on a dime really showed up in that second game where, you know, you let up a five spot in that first right, inning right. and it would have been easy for these guys to kind of get behind. Talk to me a little bit about um, what the early stages of that second game were where you guys are on the road. You had already put up three in the top of that right. inning, and then they come back and kind of hit you back with five. But, you know, the guys really seemed like they had that mindset of, oh, we're not going to be down for long. Right, right. Um, after that five spot got up, I mean, we kind of, you know, we took the initiative to, you know, say, hey, we got this is, we do not want a game three. I mean, we had that m- mindset of we are not going back to the house playing for a game three. So we did have Henry Duran on the um, mound, and he's been he's been one of our guys. I mean, he did have that rough spot in the fifth. It was very very tight, very tight. You know, I don't want to use excuses for anything, but very very tight to where you know he had to kind of put the ball where, you know, the bat <laughs> right there on the bat, kind of. You know, no excuses. Now he dialed in the second inning, and he was wonderful for the next three four innings. So um, we did have. We did have um, Baker come in, Cameron Baker come in in the fifth, and he got a couple of important outs, and then we had Lee McDaniel close it. But that was also in between where we had those two big home runs that we kind of had a little bit more cushion that, you know, it gave us back that confidence, you know. Absolutely. And, well, you know, when a kid lets up five runs in, in the first inning, you know, especially in the playoffs, it would be pretty easy to just pull him out of the right. game. Talk a little bit about the decision to leave him in, and then he throws three shutout innings after that, that first rough inning. Confidence. I mean, that's what we preach. Confidence. I mean, it doesn't matter. 
Like Henry's, Henry's, I've had Henry. We've had Henry for the last two, three years, and we know he, what he's capable of. I mean, obviously he took his – he was one of the important guys for LMH, you know, you know, win the state championship when they did. And um, we actually – we wanted him to get some innings. He was dealing with an injury early on in the year. So, I mean, it was kind of just – Either you're gonna, you know, you're gonna show up or you're gonna fold kind of thing. But Henry's not that kind of kid, you know what I mean? He he wants the challenge. And he told Coach, I, I need to go back out. Hey, absolutely, I'm not taking you out, you know what I mean? So he's that kid, you know, he we got him some more runs in the third, I believe, and you know, he dialed in for the next three, four innings. Yeah, and you know, that's where that playoff experience that right. he has really comes in. You know, for the last two years he's pitched in the playoffs for LMA and um, you know, is that do you kind of see that mindset kind of pop out in a game like this where you say, "Hey, I've I've been in these games before. I can settle down after this." Absolutely, absolutely. Like I, like I said, the guys feed off of that. Like I said, it's just not him. It's just um, Kyle Odom with that home run. I mean, he was dialed in. <laughs> like I said, he was dialed in. So guys seeing that two innings later, and there's a coach. Kyle's still over there, like very quiet, dialed in. Focus. I was just like, yeah, what's going on right now? We started, we scored four, we scored two the next inning. I mean, it feed the guys feed off of that kind of thing. So it's just great to have those kids, older guys, that have had that experience in the playoffs that, you know, want to get another one before they go off to the next adventure. So it's just wonderful to have that. Absolutely. And, you know, another pitcher that has been really big for you this week was Bryce Accord. You know, right. he's a guy that, you know, starts that first game for you and really kind of sets a tone um, on the mound where he only lets up one earned run and and he cruises for most of that game. Right. And obviously it helps to have that cushion that he had right off the bat. But right. He's a kid that, you know, when he pitched for LMA, he wasn't the, the guy at the top of the rotation necessarily, but he's a guy that pitched big innings. And you can tell that he's a guy that's, that's had that kind of playoff experience as well. Right, and I, like I said, that's what we preach, confidence. It doesn't matter if I pitch one inning this year or 100. I mean, we all have to feed off of that same kind of mindset. And Bryce was wonderful. Like I said, he what, he go five scoreless innings, one earned run. I mean, that's all we can ask for. So it's just it's great to have, like I said, that playoff experience in the rotation from top to bottom. Absolutely. And, you know, with with the guys that have also kind of been hitting up and down this lineup, how much does that confidence now translate into round two as you guys, um, you know, the, the struggle is you, you almost kind of wish you could have played a third game just to have played a Some third practice, game after right. <laughs> having a week off. So what is the key to kind of keeping this thing going where you came into the playoffs with a little bit more? bit of momentum but you had a week off now you've got you know four days off in between games after getting that sweep and you turn things around on Monday yes sir I mean it's the same mindset this week like I said from the preseason tournament I mean it's the same mindset we have one game at a time our goal now is just take game one we'll worry about game two when we get there right now we have to worry about game one because we are on the road game one so you know anybody knows baseball I mean it's hard to win on the road it really in any sport actually. So I mean that's just our focus right now. The guys know their mindsets have been the same since that preseason tournament. So we're gonna keep it rolling that way. Yeah, and you guys have Richland coming up next week. You know, tell me a little bit of what you've been able to see from them. They had that first round bye, uh, so they haven't played in a little bit as well. So tell me a little bit what you've been able to kind of pick up uh, from their kind of strengths and weaknesses. Right, they're gonna have they're gonna have the Hammond kids. They're gonna have the a couple AC four and I believe Cardinal Newman. Um, so our kids are familiar. The LMA kids are familiar. So they have been, you know, they've been doing a lot of, I'll say, coaching this week because, you know, they face these guys. They, you know, kind of know what some of those guys are capable of. So, like I said, our mindset is not not really who it is, just when it is. So um, 
we're just going to keep rolling what we have. I mean, they they are a good team, but like I tell our guys, so are we. I mean, that's just the mindset we just have to keep. Yeah, and how much does it help to have a matchup that kind of plays into um, the familiarity with a lot of your roster, with a lot of these kids being, you know, those private school kids that play against LMA, you know, especially Hammond is, is you know, very familiar right. with Hammond over right. at LMA. So uh, to kind of have that familiarity when, you know, it's it's kind of do or die and every game really counts. Right. Like I said, um, those those LMA kids, they, they I mean, they, the confidence, the confidence, like I said, they beat them once. I mean, they beat them, you know, a couple times, which is what our, our guys feed off of that. I mean, like I said, other kids, they want a ring. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just it's great to have that playoff experience, and it's great to have the chemistry we, we've been, you know, lucky to have this season. Yeah, and talk a little bit on that chemistry with this group. You know, you added a few in um, to a core that had already kind of been together for a few years. So um, what has that chemistry been like this year, and, and how easily have those newer kids this year really kind of folded into things? It's been, from what I've seen, it's been easy. I mean, they go eat pizza every other day after practice. So, I mean, no matter what school, like I said, we try to preach that, you know, at Man of Santee. It don't matter. It doesn't matter the school. I mean, we all coaches, you know, coach at different schools, so it doesn't it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I mean, this is man and Santee. But uh, those new guys that came in, I mean, day one, they were hanging out. You know, like I said, I think they they spent a lot of money during the week at those pizza places. But hey, they the chemistry, I love it. I don't mind it at all. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, what has also the back end of this week been like for you guys to kind of figure out, you know, exactly how much to push these guys when you've got, you know, this chunk of, you know, five days off in between, uh, you know, one series ending and another one kicking off? Right. We still, you know, we still been in the cage. We still been ground balls. We're staying to the fundamentals. We're not trying to change anything new. I mean, we're not going to, we're going to stick with what we've been doing. Um, as long as our guys are getting the reps there, you know, they need the pitchers are getting the bullpens they're needing. We've had a couple of days. You know, it's, it's rained a couple of days as well, but we did get a couple of days in the practice. So, I mean, and like rest. I mean, we got we got the rest of guys. We, I mean, we got catchers that, you know, need rest. We have pitchers that's been throwing big innings because of injuries. We've had, you know, two guys, two big guys out. So we had a lot of pitchers that threw a lot of extra innings that they're not usually um, throwing. Like Jackson Campbell, like I said, he, he he's a kid that didn't get um, many innings in high school. But, I mean, he's been pitching – Four or five innings a start, he's been start for us. So you know what I mean. It's just been big. It's big, and a lot of these guys work. You know what I mean. People may not know that a lot of these guys, you know, they go to work and then they come to practice. <laughs> you know. So I mean, being a seventeen, eighteen year old kid, that's tough. So mentally and physically, they need those couple of days um, as of rest. You know. So it's been just wonderful to have them wanting to come. You know, get the reps in as well. Because I mean, we have we have a mission. And we know where we want to go. We want to be in that state tournament. I mean, so that's our mindset. Yeah, and you mentioned the weather. And how, you know, interesting has that been to track, you know, this week where, you know, if you looked at the forecast, you know, last Friday, uh, you'd think, oh, man, are we even going to be able to play Monday and Tuesday? And then you guys were lucky enough to be able to get those in nice and free and clear. Um, and, you know, next week kind of looking like the same thing. So are you guys looking at those forecasts to, to kind of try to come up with game plans for, okay, we need plan B if we're not able to play on Monday and plan C if things get shifted around? Or you guys just kind of try to roll the ball out and play? Right, right. I mean, we try to roll and play. I mean, no matter what, we've been blessed with um, Payne Gregory. He does a great job on our field. I mean, that game one, I didn't. There's no way I thought we were going to be able to get that game one in. But you know, I came in the middle of the afternoon and 
he was done with it. You know what I mean? So it's just wonderful to have people like that, you know, that can make that thing, make, make things possible. And hopefully, you know, these other teams have the same as well so we can get these games in. <laughs> Yeah, and you, you mentioned how next week you'll have to start things off on the road. And, and how does that kind of mentally kind of change how you approach the beginning of a series? You know, it's always a lot easier to kind of have that first game at home. Right. Um, so talk a little bit on the discussions that you've had with the guys of, of what it's going to take to succeed when it going on the road game one rather than, you know, by the time you hit on the road. Uh, this past week you had a win under your belt a right. little bit, so you kind of have that confidence. Yes, yeah, sir. We try to tell this momentum. It's momentum. We have to keep the momentum on our side. So if we can get that going, I mean, do we can roll us? It doesn't. We try to say our mindset is it doesn't matter where you know who we're playing, it's just when we're playing. So it could be a home game, away game. We want to score every inning. That's our mindset. We want to score every inning. So we just try to stay on that same little path. Absolutely. And, you know, with you guys setting a good tone here in round one, how much, you know, has that kind of boosted these guys' drive to to get that championship that we talked about them wanting to get? You know, does does that dream kind of become a little bit more realistic after that first round sweep and you guys kind of get those bats going a little bit? Right, right, right. Absolutely. Um, like I said, we got some guys that want to get to that level. And it's also what we try to preach it as is, we got some kids we still we're still trying to get into school. You know what I mean? That's important. We have about five or six guys that are going to um, college to play baseball. So I mean that's that's good to have those guys. But we do have a couple that's trying to get a little extra look. So we try to use this as we as a football. You know, you say get some more film. <laughs> so we try to use this as getting them some more looks, getting them more at bats. I mean, whatever we can do to get them to that next level. Absolutely. And talk a little bit on how important, you know, American Legion is for, for these kids in that regard, you know. Um, you know, at the high school level, maybe your your best one or two kids on your team are going to be getting looks at. And, you know, in, in a place like Manning, you're not even necessarily getting that as far right. as college looks. So when you get that American Legion, you kind of get that extra exposure. Just kind of talk on how important that is for kids to, you know, maybe get that last second offer that they weren't going to get if they had just played their high school year. Oh, it's very, very important. Like I said, it gets them more bats. They, they're playing against kids that are in college that come home that are um, eligible to still play in our uh, American Legion League. So, I mean, for them to see guys, you know, what it – I'll use Britton Morris, for example, again, the, the transition he made from college and coming back down – Kids see that, oh, I, that's what I have to do to get to that next level, you know. Whether it's changing up a swing, changing up a stand, simple in this, you know, getting in shape, whether it is, they, they see what they have to do. So it's just, American Legion's been great for that. Like, since I played, um, it's been a recruiting process. Like I said, we have kids that we're still trying to get in. So um, college coaches are there, you know, some MLB coaches, um, scouts are there. So it's just, you know, it's just great for this league. Absolutely. Well, we're looking forward to seeing how far you guys are able to go and looking forward to getting things going against Richland next week. But thanks for coming in and chatting a little ball with me. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me again. That'll do it for this week's episode of The Blitz. Thanks again to Greg for coming in and chatting a little American Legion baseball with me. And if you're a fan of Manning Santee or American Legion baseball in general, be sure to keep up with the item this week as we continue coverage of Manning Santee as well as the Sumter Junior P-15s as they continue in the playoffs next week. Also on the item, we've got the grind this week, where if you haven't seen it, Omari Myers of Reagan Prep was our focal point this week as we talk about a young basketball player that's rising with that new program over there with the Rams. For the Item Podcast Network and Studio Sumter, I've been Tim Leibel. Thanks for listening.